boy DM3. You're listening to the Buffalo Blitz Podcast, exclusively on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. This is the Buffalo Blitz Podcast on the Built in Buffalo Network, and I am your host, Peter DiBiase. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Blitz Podcast right here on the best Buffalo Sports Network, and that is the Built in Buffalo Network, where you can find Bill's coverage on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. And obviously, I host a podcast, and we call it the Buffalo Blitz Podcast. This is the third episode. I really appreciate you guys checking out the first two episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you guys want to follow me on Twitter, my personal Twitter, so you guys know when these episodes come out, this will be also in the description of the podcast. But you can follow me on Twitter at DBASI Peter on Twitter and you guys can just know everything. Also follow built in Buffalo on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. So you guys can get updates on just bills news throughout the all season. And then into the fall time for regular season football. I know you guys are used to my episodes coming out on Monday morning, but we kind of had a schedule change. Some podcasts left with some openings. So we didn't want to bombard you guys with a lot of Monday podcasts. Cause it would, that would have been three Monday podcasts and opening on Tuesday. I took it. So what that means, guys, from now on, starting on today, Tuesday, March 8th, is when you guys will be listening to this podcast. You guys can find my episodes every Tuesday from now on. We are the Buffalo Blitz Podcast, and I want to dive into one specific topic today. And that topic regards Cole Beasley. So what I want to do today, and it's just me today, I know last week we had Judge Mathis on a part of Cover One, the Air Raid Hour, and that was a great episode. You guys don't haven't checked that out. Go back a week, check that out on Spotify and Apple podcast. But the reason I want to talk about Cole Beasley today is because he's been in the news and this has actually been in the news for a good reason. Cole Beasley, Buffalo Bills wide receiver has one more year left on his contract. And that cap hit will be $7.6 million to the bills. And you know, the bills are kind of fighting for some cap uh, issues right now, just because we don't have a ton, which makes sense when you get a good team, your teams are not going to have a ton of cap. And that's just how it is. So the Bills needing cap, Cole Beasley could be one of the casualties. Obviously, you have Stefan Diggs on the outside and Davis on the outside. You can bring back Eisenhower and McKenzie. I don't think the Bills want to bring back Emmanuel Sanders, and he even might retire, so we don't even have to acknowledge that situation. Cole Beasley is an interesting thing. Cole Beasley in 16 games this year, 82 receptions, 693 yards, and one touchdown. Down from his all-pro year a year ago where he played, let's we're checking out his stats right now. He had 967 yards, same amount of receptions, obviously a couple hundred more yards, and he had four touchdowns. So he went down a little this year. Obviously, he had some injuries. He missed some time for COVID and all that stuff. But Kobe is obviously aging at a normal rate, but he is getting older. So the Bills can free up about $6 million in cash space that you can use on other positions. You can bring in a younger target. So I want to talk about quickly Kobezi, and then I'm going to give you guys two players that I think the Bills could bring in and replace Kobezi. One in the NFL draft and one in free agency. But before we get started, I just want to say thank you to Kobezi. If this is it for Kobezi, that has been three years on the Bills. He helped us get away from the Kelvin Benjamin and Zay Jones days to bring a new era of Bills football where we spread it around and will become an air raid offense. So I know this might be it for Cole Beasy, and it might have ended not the way we wanted to. But three years from Cole Beasy, a total of 11 touchdowns, 778 yards his first year, 967 yards his second year, 693 yards his 
Third year, three playoff appearances for us, a couple playoff wins, an AFC championship, and he helped take the Bills from the Bills team that just ran the ball, that had an erratic Josh Allen, that didn't have a consistent passing game, to a Bills team that became one of the best and most prolific passing offenses in the NFL. So I want to say a quick, a quick thank you to Cole Beasley because he deserves one. But NFL is a business. The Bills need cash space because the Bills have some work to do on the around the O-line, the D-line, the corners. And receivers might not be the best option. But I'm going to tell you guys in a quick second, two guys I think the Bills should bring in to replace Cole Beasley. One in the draft and one, excuse me, in free agency. But Cole Beasley, guys, I think his time is coming to an end. And we know we saw the report this week that he came to the Bills and that they're seeking a potential trade. The problem when it comes to this is that when he's seeking a potential trade, you would think, okay, we want to trade him. The problem is the teams around the league realize, because they're not stupid, will realize that the fact is that he's not going to be in Buffalo next year because of the cap hit and because the Bills just don't want to have that $7 million cap hit for Cole Bleasy with one year left on his contract. It's going to be tough to trade him for him. But if the Bills do find a trade partner, and I've saw this on Twitter, what can we get back for Cole Beasley? I'm thinking I would love a third-round pick. I don't think that. I'm thinking a fifth-round pick. I think the best we can do is a fourth or a fifth-round pick for Cole Beasley. If some team comes calling tomorrow morning, the New York Giants has been rumored, but they could obviously wait for him to be cut, obviously, because it's a Brian Dable, Joe Shane kind of connection, and that's going to be screamed with the James Badbury and Saquon Barkley and potential – like, there's just going to be a ton of former Giants players – that are the Giants want to cut come to Buffalo just because of that connection and vice versa in a lot of the ways. And I think that's could be an option, a fourth or a fifth round pick for Cole Beasley. In the end, do I see him getting traded? No, I see him basically getting cut. Look, I think if he wanted to take a pay cut, he would have took a pay cut because I think the Bills would be like, you know what, Bees, we'll give you, we'll cut it down to $2 million. We'll save four, we'll open $4 million of cashes. We'll have it for one more year. I just don't think he wants to do that. That's why he is seeking a trade. If he's seeking a trade, he clearly didn't want to drop his contract and his payday. And I don't blame the guy. Look, you get into a point in your career where you still want to make some money. Six million dollars is six million dollars. Six million to drop it down to two is kind of a big drop off. So I think the Cole Beasley situation is kind of coming to an end. And I think it's coming to an end where both sides believe it's coming to an end. So I think that's the perfect way to finish off a three-year relationship with Cole Beasley where we couldn't have thanked him anymore because he was a legit slot receiver, one of the best slot receivers in the NFL for us for three years. And I just want to say thank you to Cole Beasley. Well, we're going to love your $6 million in cash space, man. That's going to help. And not only the Bills want to take a $7.6 million cap hit from Cole Beasley. So I think Cole Beasley, guys, is coming to an end. So one last time, <clears throat> excuse me, thank you, Cole Beasley. Now we have to thank Buffalo Bills. Obviously, we have to kind of improve this team. I'm going to start with the draft. One guy I think the Bills could take either with their first overall first round pick or their second round pick that could fill in the slot. He's my number sixth wide receiver on my big board. And I can't wait to share you guys with my big board. When we get closer to the draft. We're going to do a ton more draft content on the Buffalo Blitz podcast. Just a quick reminder, guys, you are listening to the Buffalo Blitz podcast. I'm Peter DiBiase on the built-in Buffalo Network. Episodes come out every Tuesday morning, so you do not want to miss these episodes. Jahan Dotson is the receiver I would 
replace with Cole Beasley. I, vice versa, excuse me. Jahan Dotson's the sixth receiver on my board, but he is my number one slot receiver on the board. The five guys I have ahead of him on my big board, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Traylon Burks, Drake London, Jameson Williams, and then Jahan Dotson's my sixth. And I have a first-round grade on Jahan Dotson. I have six receivers as first-round grades, and he's my final one, and that is Jahan Dotson. The reason I think Jahan Dotson can be a good Buffalo Bill and a guy that can replace Cole Beasley in the slot is a couple of reasons. One, you can bring back Isaiah McKenzie because this won't really cost you that much. So if you bring back him, you can bring back Isaiah McKenzie because they both do different things. Guys, obviously the combine was last week. This episode's obviously after the combine. I'm recording it after the combine, obviously. Jahan Dotson clocked in as a 4-4-3. Four, four, That's a very good time for a receiver. He kind of right, – a step behind Sky Moore, Chris Olave, Gary Wilson. Those guys are more outside. Alec Pierce, all those guys. So I think 4-4-3 four, four, for Jahan Dotson was solid. He had ran an, an unofficial 4-4-1, four, four, so kind of all in the same realm. doesn't really matter. Point two, nobody's really moving the needle on that. But Jahan Dotson, my sixth receiver on the big board, he's the one guy I would bring in as – kind of the guy to replace Beasley in the slot. And I think I think that would be perfect. Jahan Dotson inside the slots. They list Jahan Dotson at 5'11", 184 pounds. So he fits the realm of the slot receiver. Look, people said he could play on the outside too. So I think you could play him on the outside. And I think that the team, that would really give a lot of versatility to the Bills. You have Jahan Dotson on the outside as well, as well as on the inside. And you can bring back Isaiah McKenzie and kind of flip-flop them throughout the season and throughout the games. So Jahan Dotson, just a couple basic stuff I've found out about Jahan Dotson through my research, through watching tape, through watching games at Penn State. Um, Dotson is a crafty route runner. He executes his routes with good and good suddenness and explosiveness. Every route is a mirror image of his counterpart. Dotson sells routes with his entire frame. His double moves are run with precision and patience to force a defender to commit. Guys, go on YouTube and watch Jahan Dotson. Some of his highlights he is an incredible receiver. You can play him on the outside. You can play him in the slot. I honestly think he'd be better in the slot, but you can mix and match. You could take Davis out for a second, run Jahan Dotson inside. If you bring back McKenzie, bring McKenzie inside. I think he would be perfect for the Bills. Regarding his hands, Dotson rarely draws passes. He's been charged with only two this past season. He's a well-rounded pass catcher that reels in passes with his body and away from his frame. His strong grip is evident when he attacks the ball in there. He's a highlight reel of incredible handsy receptions. Go on YouTube and just Google Jahan Dotson because some of those catches are going to blow your mind. They are incredible. He's a guy that has good, not great speed, but good speed, great route running ability, and can catch the ball. Dotson is known for his ability to create natural separation with his route running ability. His oily and loose hips allow him to sink his hips with ease and break off his stem. He wins reps with his innate change of direction skills. Guys, that's Stefan Diggs in the slot. He has change of direction skills. His feet work is incredible. He's a great route runner. And who's better to even get that route running from whatever, a 6, 7 out of 10 to Stefan Diggs, which is a 10 out of 10, is Stefan Diggs. And he's on the Buffalo Bills. So I think Jahan Dotson will be perfect. Just a little more, guys, of Jahan Dotson. Look, the one downside maybe could be the run after catch. He does not pose the same physical threat as his bigger receiver counterparts. He has some elusiveness, elusiveness in tight quarters to force missed tackles for extra yardage. 
but his burst and his speed put stress on the defenders to bring him down before he gears up and pulls away. There's potential as a run after the catch should have his slippery ability to evade defenders. So he doesn't have breakaway speed after the catch, but look, that's a slot receiver. And you get that with Isaiah McKenzie, with Stefan Diggs, and potentially Gabe Davis. You didn't get that with Mr. Cole Beasley. Dotson is a fearless with the ball in flight. He attacks it with arrogance and confidence at its highest point. And he's an intelligent route runner. I love me some Jahan Dotson. On uh, the NFL Draft Network, that the Draft Network that just focuses on draft. Um, their scout grade is 81.70 out of 100. They have a second round value, which would be perfect. I have a late first round value, early second round value on Jahan Dotson. And they compare Jahan Dotson to Deontay Johnson. Well, obviously these comparisons are never right. Not never right, but they're never as accurate as you think. But Deontay Johnson would be great. So, guys, if there's one guy I think the Bills can replace Kopezi with in the draft, that is Jahan Dotson. Now on the flip side, one guy I think the Bills could replace Cole Beasley with in free agency. And this becomes a little interesting because of the fact that the money might not always work. I've mentioned Brian Pringle multiple times on multiple platforms. I would love to bring in a Brian Pringle, but I don't think he fits in a slot. That's the problem. I mentioned that on the first episode of the Buffalo Blitz podcast about some three bargain free agents that the Bills could potentially bring in. I loved me some Brian Pringle. This guy is not bargain. You're going to use his values around nine to 11 million annually. I think you could probably drop that down a little potentially. You use the $6 million in cash space you get from Kobe's and you upgrade. And this, in this relation, you don't bring back. I am Zayn McKenzie. I think if you drafted a slot receiver like Jahan Dotson in the first or second round, then you can bring back uh, Isaiah McKenzie because you're not obviously not paying Jahan Dotson uh, free agency market money. But Christian Kirk is the guy I'm talking about. Christian Kirk in 17 games this year had 77 receptions for 982 yards, five touchdowns for the Arizona Cardinals. His first year in the NFL, which is rookie year, he had 43 receptions, 590 yards, and three touchdowns. Second year at 100, no, excuse me, 108 targets, excuse me, 68 receptions, 709 yards, and three touchdowns. Third year, 48 receptions, 621 yards, and six touchdowns. And then I already said his past year. So he's only 25 right now. He turns 26, middle of November. So Christian Kirk will be going into halfway through the 2022 season. He'll be 26. So you can get him on a three- to four-year contract. It takes him to about 29, 30. And I think that's a perfect, perfect contract for Christian Kirk. The problem with me is this is money. Can you get him below 10 at nine? Then I think you do it automatically. The problem is, does he want 12 to 13? And then that's just pushing the limit for me. Christian Kirk has to be the number one target the Bills if Cole Beasley is released or traded in free agency for a slot receiver if that price is right. Arizona, look, is he coming back? He might. I don't know, but you could see some of his tape on Christian Kirk, how incredible that was, and so far for the Arizona Cardinals. And I think him coming to Buffalo, having Davis on the outside, having Diggs on the other outside, will kind of excel at the slot receiver. I would rather have Christian Kirk than Jahan Dotson. The reason is not saying Jahan Dotson is not going to be better than Christian Kirk, but the Bills are on a team that wants to win now. And if you can get a player that's already proven that he's a legit, legit slot receiver, top five, top seven slot receiver in the NFL, then why not bring him in if you already know who he's going to be? The problem on that, guys, is the fact that 
he's going to command, I would say command legit money on the open market. And I don't know if the Bills want to kind of, kind of give him that money. So, look, I think, look, I said the stats out loud to you guys. Christian Kirk, 77 receptions in 17 games, 982 yards and five touchdowns. He had 130 fantasy points for your uh, fantasy-loving guys. His run out, his yards per game, he averaged about 57 yards per game. Um, I think that's a sustainable number. He started, he played 17 games. His injury history might be able to get his contract down. Um, his first year, he played 12, second year, 13, third year, 14. And then obviously this past year, he played full 17 games. I think that could be, I think, one thing the Bills might want to avoid. But I do love Kristen Kirk. And if you want to, we can go back to a scattering report, guys, actually, and what people said about him coming out of the draft, if I can actually find this. Because um, Kristen Kirk was... Look, they graded him as a 6.30. They said it will eventually be a plus starter. He was a round two pick at 47. His 40-yard dash was 4.47. That is exactly what Jahan Dotson is. He kind of reminds me a lot of Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson clocked in at a 4.43. Tristan Kirk clocked that in a 4.47. 5'10", 201 pounds, a little slater than Jahan Dotson, who who is, I believe he is, what I say, 5'11", 184. So Jahan Dotson has an inch on him, but Christian Kirk is more built. I think that's... One thing Jahan Dotson has to work on, good hand size, good arms. Um, Next-gen stats viewed him as an 81, which they created as good for their prospects in 2018. There's um, how they do it, below average, average, good, and elite. They graded him as a good, and I think that's perfectly what he is. 81, NFL Draft Network graded um, not graded Jahan Dotson at 81, so they're really similar. Um, just a quick overview of his stuff so we know about him, his strengths, guys. Well built. I'm going to go through all the strengths and all the weaknesses, and then we can wrap up the episode. Just a reminder, guys, you listen to the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the built-in Buffalo Network, and I'm Peter DiBiase. We started the episode kind of recapping the Cole Beasley situation, breaking down his contract, his cap hit, what the Bills potentially could get in a trade with him, as well as the fact of what we could get in terms of money, and a little quick thank you to Cole Beasley. And then I told you who I think the Bills could bring in as a draft replacement for Cole Beasley, and that was Shahan Dotson. And now we're breaking down Christian Kirk, who I think the Bills could bring in your free agency to replace Cole Beasley if the money is right. Guys, his strength is weaknesses from his draft. He had a 4-4-7, 40-yard dash. His strength, well-built with good overall strength in upper and lower body, takes optimal release angles against press, adjusts in space to avoid redirects and contact, plays with consistent tempo and good suddenness, Quick in and out of breaks with sharp turns. Impressive on whip routes. Scouts like his mental makeup and desire to compete. That's always one of the things, obviously, we need. We want him to compete. We want him to have a chance to win a championship because that's where the bills are in their window. Able to dip and scoop the low throws. Plays with strong natural hands as pass catcher. You're going to have to have strong natural and strong grip on that those hands if you're going to play with Mr. Josh Allen. Those, those balls are coming at 80 miles per hour. It'd be insane trying to catch one of those. Sinks in the space against zone and does a good job of protecting the catch. Decisive and competitive once ball in his hands and then offers both kick and punt return. Wow. The final thing screams to me why the Bills, if they decided to bring in Christian Kirk to replace Copies, and I think they should, that that Isaiah McKenzie would not be back for the Bills because obviously Isaiah McKenzie could potentially do punt and kick returns. 
weaknesses that the scouting scouts had. And this is on NFL.com. Just to point out my source, NFL.com is my source for this. Weaknesses they had on Christian Kirk. Doesn't show desired burst and routes to gain separation. Not the end of the world being a slot receiver. Quicker than fast. I think that's better. That's why he fits in the slot. Because sometimes you need to be quick on the outside just to get that separation. Learning from Cole Beasley, you just have to find a spot in the defense. So I think that will be helpful with Christian Kirk. Has below average catch radius. Generally needs to throw near his frame. Hindered by trail coverage down the field due to lack of length. We don't have to really worry about that being in the slot. Obviously, slot receivers don't want to kind of go routes. Needs to use strength to combat tight coverage underneath rather than allowing defender to crowd him. Benefited from a variety of rub routes that got him wide open. That was at Texas A&M. Needs to play with better knee bend and then made some questionable decisions to the field ball as a punt return. So that's the one alarm I think with the punt return. Look, Christian Kirk clocks in at 447. That is a much faster Cole Beasley. And I think he's proven four years of legit success in the slot that would make it warrant for the Bills to bring in Christian Kirk to replace Cole Beasley. Guys, I appreciate you guys listening to the third edition of the Buffalo Blitz podcast. We broke down the Cole Beasley situation. Should What could the Bills potentially get back in a trade with him? How much money they get in cash space and what potential that cap hit could be if he stayed for next year for the Bills. Then we talked about why Jahan Dotson would be the number one guy I would bring in as a slot receiver replacement for Cole Beasley. He's rated as my sixth best receiver in my draft class, and I have him as a great value of a late first-round pick. And then one free agent that I think the Bills should bring in who has proven four years of success, still only 25, doesn't turn 26 until mid-November. The price is right. That is Christian Kirk for the Bills to bring in and replace Cole Beasley at the slot receiver if they don't decide to go the draft right or vice versa. Guys, I'm Peter DiBiase. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at DiBiase Peter. That is where to find all my personal stuff. But follow Built in Buffalo on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Everything is great on this awesome network, Built in Buffalo. You guys do not want to miss any of the things I said on Twitter, Instagram, or any of the podcasts, or any YouTube. The content is incredible. It's daily on every single platform. You don't want to miss it. But if you do want to check out my personal podcast that covers all sports, we're on YouTube and we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Talking Sports Podcast on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at Talking Sports PD. But if you want to follow me on my personal Twitter at DBIC Peter, guys, go right ahead. I'll follow you guys back, no doubt. This was the third edition and another edition of the Buffalo Blitz podcast on the built-in Buffalo Network. I was your host, Peter DiBiase. Have a good rest of the week. You guys will be seeing this Tuesday morning. I will see you next Tuesday to break down more Buffalo Bills content. Until next time, go Bills.